Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that's freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So, here we go. Uh, this is a big show for us. It's episode 598. A really big show. A really, really big show. I want to, before we even get into anything, Dan Schmutter, looking for plaintiffs. Email strikeforce at anjrpc.org. Come on, people. A you doctor. Have a week. You said this last week. Uh, you know what it is? I don't want to use my name. I'm afraid of retaliation. Oh, yeah. But can you help me get my carry permit? <laughs> A That'll doctor, go away very soon. anyone with a medical profession that has a carry permit, someone who has a carry and goes to the racetrack, someone who lives in an apartment, theirs or their parents who has not applied for a pistol permit or FID card yet, anyone who has a carry permit and goes to a house of worship, any house of worship, please, we need, listen, if not us, who? If not now, when? Especially uh, all the Orthodox folks at the synagogues that we've talked to for years and years and years. Uh, that would be a good idea. Time to step up right now? Uh, yes. But again, you think there's going to be some retaliation? There's going to be retaliation if we don't do it. Uh, we're well, already on the list, and uh, that is a surprise. And for all the physicians out there... Uh, I, there is a hero in Texas who fought this battle, uh, Dr. John Adeen. Um, yep. Uh, you know, I mean, doctors, doctors for responsible gun ownership. If uh, any of you members are there, and if you shouldn't, you should be joining the organization. But uh, yeah, he fought it, and he won the rights. Um, they won the rights to be able to carry in the hospital. Yep. Um, because they are ki- they were killing doctors at the time. I mean, how many how many times uh, in the ER has somebody come in with a gun and shot up the place? So there you have it. Many, many. especially domestics, crazy oh, people, sure, yeah. uh, which we're, we're getting normalized to now since yeah, the socialists are. are running our country. We, we really are all violence normalized. is normalized. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Unless so you're you know a politician's what? husband or something like that. Yeah, you know, I've been, I'm starting this push big time. I want everybody to get their FID card, friends, family, co-workers, neighbors, everyone, right? And it's apropos because uh, an, there was an article in Ammoland by a very good friend of ours, Sandy, Rob Morse. Oh, hey, Rob. Rob Morse runs for, uh, writes for Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership, and he runs for, writes for many other 2A um, uh, organizations. And <clears throat> I've been saying this for the longest time, with the NSSF, 39 months straight, over a million guns sold. I believe that there's this quiet, silent majority that's growing of law-abiding, tax-paying citizens that own guns, that the the Democrats and the anti-gunners, the socialists, the communists, they're, they're not taking full effect in it. They take it for granted that every election cycle, they can do the same thing to us over and over again. Uh, but I think that maybe we're going to see some snapping back. And uh, I just want to go over his article a little bit, but uh, I went out to a uh, fundraiser on Saturday night, and I sat next to a uh, prominent conservative Republican senator from New Jersey, and uh, he told me straight up, damn straight, he says that they do look at how many people 
own guns in their voting district. They yeah. all do. Yeah. And uh, both sides of the aisle. So, again, if everybody just has an FID card, even if they don't have a gun yet, it sends a message. But So Rob wrote <clears throat> in this article, more people own guns today than ever before. That growth continues a long-term trend that goes back several decades. In addition to the gradual increase, we've also seen extraordinarily growth of, in new gun buyers in the last two years. We had to rewrite who owns guns and why they own them. Today, about four out of ten families have a firearm in their home. Despite the astounding changes in gun ownership, the way some politicians talk about guns and gun owners is way out of date. New gun owners are subjected to a crash course of being misperceived and misrepresented by politicians and the mainstream news media. What is real and what is fantasy? Sitting President uh, Pudding Pop Joe Biden echoed old myths about gun gun owners at a fundraiser in June. He said more people get killed with their own gun in their home trying to stop a burglar than, in fact, any other cause. He goes, and Rob says, think about that because it's hard to do. It's a hard thing to do. That's that's a lie. Mayor John Fetterman, Mr. Uh, uh, Senator Stroke, the Democrat candidate for the U.S. Senate from Pennsylvania, also felt the need to comment on guns and gun ownership. He said, I have seen with my own eyes at the scenes in my community what a military-grade round does to a human body, and they should be outlawed. New York Governor uh, Kathy Hochul, this whole concept that a good guy with a gun will stop the bad guys with a gun, it doesn't hold up, and the data bears this out, so that theory is over. Really, give up your armed protection detail. Right, exactly, yeah. How about that? Yep. These statements don't fit what we know. We know a lot about new gun owners because we talked with them. Gun stores asked new gun owners why they wanted a gun so the gun shop employee can direct the customer to the appropriate products. The industry trade group representing firearms manufacturers and distributors collected those numbers. That would be the NSSF. Today, gun owners are from every demographic group, male and female, rich and poor, urban and rural. Gun owners represent every ethnic and racial group. And about one out of four African-American adults own a firearm. It seems strange that the mainstream media and politicians have deliberately ignored that group. We saw firearms ownership increase for many reasons. Concealed carry of a personal firearm is now common in all but a handful of states. Not only are tens of millions licensed to carry a personal firearm in public, but we also exercise those permits daily. Today, about one out of a dozen adults carries a firearm in public when and where it is legally permissible to do so. We also stop attempted mass murders when the government allows us to carry our firearms. Good men and women, ordinary citizens, use firearms to protect themselves and their families more than 4,000 times a day. Excluding some politicians, more and more of us have concluded that armed defense works. Another reason for increased gun ownership is the unusual increase in crime that we've seen in the past few years. Our judicial system... Stop removing repeat criminals from society during the COVID lockdowns. The resulting increase in crime touched our families and friends. Many of us discovered that the police will not be there to protect us. Millions of us responded by buying a firearm to protect ourselves. We should probably add a third factor, that an increased rate of firearms ownership, the COVID lockdowns reduced the time we could spend with friends and extended family. We spent more time looking at our computers and our phones. During the lockdowns, the news media had a larger influence on our perception of what is happening in the world around us. 
to deliver viewers to their declining list of advertisers. The news media fed us a concentrated diet of sensationalized crime reports. Crime indeed increased in the last few years, but the tiny screens brought crime to where we live as never before. In combination, factors like these significantly increase both the number and diversity of legal firearms owners. Listen, Rob says it right. He goes on and on. Every time the media strikes us, more and more people are getting firearms. And I'm telling you, New Jersey now, all the the tens of thousands of people that had this awakening with the carry permit, all of a sudden are becoming politically active. And we have elections in, on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. And I know it's federal elections, and we all have a couple of state, you know, local elections or whatever. But get out there and vote. Let's send a message. Let's make sure we're voting for the candidates that are going to promise to uphold the Constitution. Not like Joe Danielson, who came right out and said that his bill that he's proposing to turn into a law has nothing to do about criminals. It, but it has everything to do about us. And that's where we are right now. So I want everyone to vote. I want everyone to get a firearms ID card. Now, J Factor is starting to feel like me, uh, Sandy, and a lot of us other 2A heavy lifters where, you know, our phones, our emails, our texts, social media posts, it, it doesn't stop, you know, yeah, like right. it, it just doesn't stop. And uh, and we want to be helpful to everybody. You get worn down after a while. And he's been helping writing all of these letters for people. And, uh you know, they're, they're, they're reluctant to give him information. They're reluctant to this, and they're just beating him up 24-7. And, you know, he, he feels used and abused, and I, I know what that's like. It's downtrodden sometimes. You know, you volunteer to help in the fight, and then you're like, after a while, you're like, what the hell am I doing this for? So if anyone is going to be reaching out to Jay uh, Factor, if you don't have the code, uh, he's not going to be helping you. And the code is, I donate it to CNJFO, <laughs> and there better be a receipt attached to the code. So if you do not put, I donated to CNJFO, when you reach out to J Factor, uh, he's not going to be responding to you, all right? Because what he's doing is on his time and for free, uh, true yeoman's work, thousands and thousands of letters personalized, sent to different judges, clerks, and prosecutors, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, please, uh, you know, work with us here. Support those who support you. Jay used an analogy. He goes, now I feel what it's like. Anthony Calandro answers 57 emails from messages from somebody. And then the next day, the person's posting shooting in another range or buying a gun in another place. And listen, yeah. I know not yeah. everybody lives within a 30-mile radius of me. I get it. You know, if you're reaching out to me and you live in Glass Barrel. But I have like Fred Kuhn and, and a few other people, yeah, Tom right, Skelly. Right. These guys Absolutely. live two and a half hours away. Yeah, exactly. But but that's okay. But, you know, I, I have a I have a really, really long memory of, about, of supporting those who support you. So, uh, Or if you're going to buy a gun know. now, uh, you could travel yeah. a little bit of ways to get a gun. Yeah, but I got your number, just so you know. And I, Jay knows how I feel now. And uh, Bob Ross had sent me uh, something. He was reading James Madison and the Federalist 49, which I recommend everybody should read. And uh, he wrote, Anthony, I was overwhelmed when I read these words written by James Madison, February 2nd, 1788. And how corrupt and how far we've strayed from their original intentions, you know. And this is a quote here. Our founders took pride in the fact that no separate or special class of persons would hold any authority under the Constitution. They created no aristocracy or favored group. 
and their design did not pit one group of citizens against another. Instead, they rested all the power in the hands of the people. Then they divided that power so as to encourage fairness and deliberation in their judgments. It is the reason alone that the people must be placed in control of the government. James Madison. Boy, have we strayed from there. Yes, we have. We have strayed from there. The government is now the, the first tier, and it's exactly where we are now. And, you know, uh, this whole globalism and new world order thing that was, you know, back from the Bush-Reagan days, it's, it's failing. Globalism is failing. Countries are going back to being autonomous and, you know, like Brexit and other countries are breaking off from it. And we've seen a, a Russia-China-Iran uh, alliance now. And what scares me is with globalism and New World Order failing, they're going to they're gonna double down and triple down. You know, they're not going to just go away, these globalists. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't forget they're selling the whole climate change thing where we all have to suffer so that they could fly around in their private jets, right, with, with carbon credits or whatever it is. And it's, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary to me that we're, you know, we're in this position uh, where our politicians, they really don't give a shit about us anymore. You know, somebody broke into Pelosi's house, beat her husband with a hammer. I don't know all the, the facts, but the guy was arrested. No bail. He's still in prison. This morning, a woman in New York was jogging, and she was violently raped and robbed by a guy who was arrested 18 times in the past two years for sexual assault, and he was wanted for two other rapes. So, you know, that guy will be back out on the street before yep. the end of the business day. Yep. There is no mercy or justice for us. Yes. There's, there's no mercy for us. We're, we're out on our own. And, you know, that's like crime and the economy are the two biggest issues with everybody in this country, but yet they're, they're you know, January 6th, there's going to be another insurrection, and uh, you have to trust the votes. You know, Biden came out the other day. Sandy, I don't know what drug they gave him, but for that half hour that he made a, uh, a presentation, he was, like, coherent and living. It might have been a, might have been a, a clone or something of him. Yeah. I don't know, but... You know, he does have those lucid moments. He came out and yelled at us, basically, you know. Yeah. So everybody better remember what the code word is, because I'm not repeating it on another show. Uh, so listen to this. Uh, all 21 counties are issuing now. I'll read letters later on, but Ocean County is issuing, uh, Mercer County is issuing, Warren County is issuing. All 21 counties are issuing. Uh, Essex County, you're being told to come pick up your permit from the police department. Like I said, there's two judges and two clerks on it. And all of the counties, uh, we're not getting those extra restrictions. Uh, people in Ocean County, that's been vacated. The judges have been vacated, and I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate more on that later. But, And we're even seeing more objectivity out of Bergen County, by the way. Uh, so uh, it looks like we're on the right path now uh, with people applying for their carry permit. So then they'll make sure your record is uh, crystal clear. If not, you should consult with an attorney. If you're not a member of ANJRPC.org, uh, you should definitely uh, get on there for $40 a year and join. And if you have something, you should call one of the lawyers that are on retainer and say, before I apply for my carry permit, you know, I have this. Because there's people, they have their FID card, and they have their uh, pistols, and they're buying a pistol. So they buy a pistol, you know, um, October 1st, and then October 15th, they apply for their carry, and then they go before a judge, and they're denied. And then 45 days later, their FID card and their guns are taken from them. You want to prevent that and uh, make sure you get everything cleared up. 
get things expunged if you can, and if you if you if you need to hire a return an attorney to present with you until we remove the the judges from the process altogether. And the judiciary is trying to do that. Um, it's going to be a little tougher. Okay, uh, so please. Pay attention. Listen to Gun for Hire Radio. Share it far and wide. Continue to share your stories with me. Good stories, neutral stories, negative stories. Please send them to Anthony at GunForHire.com. Anthony at GunForHire.com. Please, uh, I need to hear all the stories because I need to have my finger on the pulse because people are coming in and like, I live in Pasadena and I, I want to apply. How long? And I'm like, because I pretty much know about, of the 565 towns in New Jersey, I pretty much know how long an FID card and a pistol permit takes in about 250 towns. Yeah. Okay. Much, yeah. yeah. About 250 towns. I kind of know. And carry permits now. I'm starting to compile mental data and you know paper data, so to speak. So I just need that feel. I you know to help people out. It's good for all of us to to help us out here. And uh, you know we talked a few weeks ago. Someone had sent me the whole uh, thing by John Lott, and uh, you know John Lott just wrote a whole article in Real, Real Clear Politics. And again, they just found more. Uh, blatant gross errors by the FBI data, which uh, obscures 95% of all the successful defensive gun use. How did you ever notice that whenever like ballot counting or government agencies, yeah, legacy right. government agencies, whenever right. they make a mistake, they never make it in the, mis- the conservative side? Right. The mistake is always against the conservative side. What, how is that? How how weird is that? That every mistake they make is always against us. Well, because Anthony is. A, we've talked about this over and over and over again. Government is a self-licking ice cream cone. <laughs> yes. So the Crime Prevention Research Center, uh, they discovered that 360 active shooter incidents from 2014 to 2021, and it found that an armed citizen stopped 124 of the 360. They also found that the FBI misidentified five cases, usually because the person who stopped the attack was incorrectly identified as a security guard. We found these cases on a tiny budget of just a few thousand dollars, okay? Yeah, they they found that the armed citizens had stopped 11 times more cases than the FBI reports. Purely coincidental. (laughs) Purely coincidental. The FBI doesn't want us to be armed either. The FBI is just like uh, Phil Murphy and Joe Danielson, too. By the way, Phil Murphy is now the spokesman for buying legal weed for all the states that have legalized marijuana, by the way. You've got to put the dumbest, goofiest, ugliest guy (laughs) out there in front of everybody because if I had a look at his face, I'll start smoking weed, too. I might even start hard drugs. I if I had a look at that. the National Orthodontics Association Nice. So I got this guy, Brad. This guy, Brad, is a, is a rock star. And uh, uh, I'm just going to call him Brad G. His last initial is H. I'm not going to go any further. And he wrote this uh, a, attached letter to the lawmakers opposing uh, the Assembly and Senate bill for, for carry. And he wrote, I am writing to you as the one million plus New Jersey gun owners, all right? And he goes, this so-called safety bill is anything but a gun safety bill. And he goes, the sponsor of this bill, Joe Danielson, who claims to be a gun guy and an advocate of gun safety, does not represent (laughs) New Jersey gun owners. And we wholeheartedly denounce his representation. He goes, so let me be crystal clear. If you vote yes to this bill... You need to own that vote and be ready to defend such vote for every victim of this terrible bill and for all the unintended 
consequences. Nice. He wrote, vote yes or if you are in support of defying the U.S. Supreme Court. Vote yes if you wish to pass a bill where law-abiding citizens face class three and class four felonies for running afoul of these poorly written and confusing new regulations. Vote yes if you support the sponsor of this bill who on the public record in Trenton and other media outlets specifically mentioned the recent SCOTUS decision on women's productive rights and made ref- inferences that this bill is in retaliation for such. He did. Vote yes for a gun bill purely targeted at New Jersey law-abiding citizens, per the sponsor. Vote yes if you feel law-abiding citizens are second class. We're third class citizens, by the way, Brad. Uh, Vote yes if you want law-abiding, highly vetted, and trained citizens to be defenseless in public. Vote yes if you believe there are 25-plus sensitive locations, which is in direct defiance of the decision (laughs) provided by SCOTUS. Vote yes to be on record that you are clueless about gun safety and the dangerous aspects of this law, which you have been advised on. So he wrote on this, he wrote more facts, which which is phenomenal. Uh, He wrote, "A, a fair and just bill would not make a bill so complicated and confusing and with penalties of third and fourth degree crime sending law-abiding citizens to jails for years and ruining families. A fair and just bill would not fully exempt retired police officers from this bill. They are ordinary retired citizens. A fair and just gun bill would not blatantly lie and say and say and the state policy, state PBA and retired officers helped draft this bill when, in fact, all their input and testimony has been self-serving and ensuring retired cops are better than the average New Jersey citizens. A fair and just gun bill would not require liability insurance for a constitutional right, which, per the sponsor, can only be satisfied via homeowners or renters insurance, a requirement which not all law-abiding citizens can satisfy. Plus, Governor Murphy, via executive order, banned all other forms of nationally recognized carry insurance. A gun safety bill would never require training and fees which are so cost prohibitive and require over and over again as to be out of reach for many citizens of our state. A gun safety bill would never have provision where someone who just voluntarily sought simple counseling or therapy would be prevented from owning a firearm. This aspect makes citizens choose treatment or firearms. All gun sa- a gun safety bill would never require a permit holder to load, unload, holster, unholster, and manipulate a firearm in public, for example, a parking lot, because they're idiots. A gun safety bill would never put people of color in a dangerous situation when they are openly exposing, loading, handling their firearm in public. A gun safety bill would never require women or vulnerable people to undo their pants or lift their (laughs) shirt to holster or unholster a gun in a public setting. A gun safety bill would never require people to openly display their firearm in a public setting where a criminal can sit and wait and surveil. A gun safety bill would never require permit holders to handle unload their firearms in front of children. A gun safety bill would never require permit holders to constantly loading and unloading a firearm in public. A gun safety bill would never want the public to be numb to law-abiding citizens loading, unloading firearms in public. They might confuse it with an active shooter. Good point, Brad. A gun safety bill would absolutely provide an affordable training requirement. A gun safety bill would only define a sensitive location as where there are armed security or other metal detectors. A gun safety bill would absolutely allow permit holders to safely and responsibly holster and holster their weapon in their home. A gun safety bill would absolutely ensure 
that aside from very few sensitive places, a permit holder could carry out their day without handling their firearm in public. A gun safety bill would absolutely want concealed carry holders to stay concealed so as not to cause anxiety or public fear due to public handling of firearms. And he goes on and on, but he's so right on the point. And he right. goes through Spot it. On, on. Yeah, Brad goes through it point by point with the bill. And some of that's going to be stripped out. There's been no movement uh, since last week in the Senate and the Assembly on this, whether they're rewriting it or somebody from OLS came in and said something, or maybe Justice Thomas in his SUV and his art, and, you know, is a, his, uh, his campers, Winnebago, maybe him and his wife drove to Trenton <laughs> and slapped the crap out of all of them and said, when this gets to my court, you know what's going to happen to it, right? They I'm don't gonna, I'm going to knock the shit out of it, and I'm going to triple down on my next 2A case. And, and they don't care. They know they're in the wrong. But what's interesting is, is the points that Brad made. I can guarantee that none of the people on that committee even thought of those things. No. Not even thought of it, because none of them have ever carried a concealed weapon before. Oh, how I would love to have a moderate Republican governor for the past six years. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I miss Christie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I despise them on a lot of things, but holding the line. So do the cheesesteak manufacturers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But holding the line for eight years, Sandy, no, we wouldn't be true. dealing with this. Uh, we would the carry permit would have they could have written all they want, and he wouldn't have signed it. Even though he did it uh, just out of pure politics, it really. Uh, listen, matter. that listen. What else can you do? Listen, yeah. we're never going to no. get a conservative governor in no. New Jersey. No, we're going to have to. We're all going <laughs> to have to bite our lip. Everybody that's listening here, and if we get a moderate that will run. In two and a half years, with whoever is going to be running in the Dem slot, and we get a moderate Republican, we're going to have to put everything behind that moderate Republican, just like we did for Kim Godano against Murphy six years ago. You know, it's uh, funny because, you know, traveling around the country, and, you know, I had to teach my wife how to pump gas because she grew up in the <laughs> And uh, I had a discussion with somebody who could not believe that they don't allow uh, New Jerseyans to pump gas. And I said, think about it. Uh, this is a state that has, if at best, uh, elected a Republican, hasn't elected <coughs> really a Republican conservative uh, in the past 150 years. I said, so based on the average intelligence of the New Jersey voter, I said, you wouldn't want them pumping gas. No. Which is no. probably why we have that law. Correct. How much time do we have? Uh, we could, well, let's, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. and we Please. got a, a whole other half an hour. I got an important announcement, too. Go, then make it. So, some housekeeping. Don't forget our friends. you got to support our friends, the 2A people. Um, are the 2A groups, ANJRPC.org, CNJFO, NJ2AS, Second Amendment Foundation, NRA, Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership, which is also part of SAF, where Rob Morse wrote that article uh, that I just read off. And also, don't forget FPC. These are all important, okay? And don't forget the J-Factor code word. You're not getting it again. <laughs> if you end up in the city, my boxing trainer, Herman, ended up in the city and went to Marty's V-Burger and had a Marty's V-Burger and fries, and he was absolutely blown away. He's not even vegan, Herman. He's a carnivore. He loved it. So martysvburger.com. If you live in New York, NYTACdefense.com, New York Defense.com, very, very important uh, for $35 a month. Mention Gun for Hire, get 10% off. 
if you live in the other 49 states, especially New Jersey, please, it's not insurance, U.S. Law Shield. Use gun for hire, one word. It is a legal defense fund. It is not firearms insurance, but it's priceless. If you know anybody new to shooting, if you get somebody that new FID card, buy them a copy of Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. It's here in the Gun for Hire gun store. It's also on Amazon. It's also on Kindle. Support those who support you. Over 350 Pro 2A businesses, products, services, doctors, roofers, bakers, candlestick makers. QuarantineCrawl.com. My doctor, Optimal Health wellnessnj.com optimal health wellness nj.com concierge medicine dr joe sampatero if you live north of the driscoll bridge and you want concierge medicine for a few hundred dollars a month do not hesitate to tell dr joe i sent you lake island rifle and pistol club lakeis.org lake island rifle and pistol in Carteret is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. LAKEIS.org. Please contact them if you are part of that and you have kids in competition and you want to be a plaintiff. Dan Schmarter is looking for plaintiffs. Guiding Reigns, Sandy will talk about later. And Zen Float Center, zenfloatcenter.com. Sharon Decker in Scotch Plains. New Jersey. We finished our 30th anniversary raffles. We gave away five regular guns, 365s, etc., etc. And the grand prize winner was a Colt Python. And one of my employees, of my 120 employees, won a Daniel Defense AR-15. So nice. uh, it was a really, really good month for everybody. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for being a part of this crazy experiment for 30 damn years. <laughs> now, as we approach 30 years, we're approaching something new. And I was aware of this new thing, Sandy, uh, because Ronnie Barrett had uh, had done something. I, I've been reading a lot of articles about it. And then uh, we got an idea since we're always cutting edge at Gun for Hire. And I know a lot of people don't understand crypto and they don't understand Ethereum and they don't understand Bitcoin. I bought a few Bitcoins many, many, many years ago and I had them in my wallet and I made some money on some and then I sold them and I really shouldn't have sold them and it blew up. And But anyway, so if you don't know what an NFT is, you're going to be able to learn what an NFT is because we're launching, Gun for Hire is launching an NFT, which is a non-fungible token, Okay. And uh, you can Google it. You know, you can Google what is an NFT. It's on NFT now, uh, nftnow.com. But we're going to have a web page up that you'll be able to uh, go to. It's going to be gunforhirenft.com. And basically, for under $500, you're going to be able to buy a gunfire NFT. And, uh, you know, it's going to offer ways uh, that you there'll be like a special membership here. There'll be raffles to, to win guns here. There's going to be SIG event will be the first one, but there's going to be other events as well uh, because, you know, it seems like Nike and, and Barrett and everybody else are all running um, these NFTs. So go on to gunforhirenft.com, sign up for the wait list. The public sale is going to start on December 1st, and it will run until January 31st. And, uh, you know, Matt, who's a partner of mine here, Matt's been with me forever. He's an artist with unbelievable vision, and he's been the creative director for this. And he created five different NFT designs for a total of a thousand. And each different NFT has a name, like the soldier, the tank, the eight ball, the skull, the heart. And these NFTs will represent 
uh, as digital challenge coins. But there's going to be other benefits because if you own a Gunfire NFT, you're going to get a one-year membership at Gun for Hire. You're going to get uh, uh, an opportunity to win, randomly receive one of five NFTs. And if you're lucky, one of the 200 lucky winners, we're going to be revealing it. We're going to have an ultimate range day uh, at the range with, uh, with Sig Sauer. And uh, it's going to be huge. I mean, we've worked with Six Hour, Matt, and uh, the guys have worked with Six Hour for months on this. So if you don't know what an NFT is, find out what a damn NFT is. Uh, go to GunfireNFT.com and uh, register and let me know your thoughts. It's going to be a cheap and easy way for people to get into the uh, Bitcoin uh, technology stuff. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, what Are you aware of all of this, uh, uh, Sandy? I am. Yes. So uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're giving it a shot. And there's a lot of gun people that don't know uh, what an NFT is, and this is a great way to learn about it. So when those young, uh, you know, whippersnappers are talking about NFTs, you'll know what's going on uh, with uh, with NFTs. So without further ado, there'll be more updates as we go along. I want to thank my whole NFT team for kicking ass on this. Here I am, a 60-year-old uh codger and um, I'm all aware of it and on top of it so Joe Anthony I listened to your show today it seems like your audio was cutting out yeah Joe that was Sandy's fault I'm sorry uh, he called his PD last week and he was at day 101 and his wait wait time uh, was uh, for he was the first and only one to call the firearm clerk called and asked him it was this was Mercer County uh, but uh, he uh, he got his permit and he wanted to thank us thank you Joe then and I Joe, got this. Uh, it one. is cutting out this week too, from time to time. But why? Well, I don't know. What's wrong with your connection? Something. It's my connection is fine. I have never changed anything. This is all your <laughs> fault. <laughs> I, hey, whoever your service provider is, is uh, is throttling. Yeah, you leave me a, leave me alone. Right. Uh, this one's from Adam. I appreciate if you could pass this along to Sandy. I simply don't recall what what his email address was. First, I want to thank you for all your hard work. I've been a listener of your show for the last fifteen to twenty episodes. Welcome for the, to the family. Uh, and the information you provided has been immensely helpful. You often speak about donating to various organizations such as ANJRPC, NRA, and CNJFO. I thought this would be valuable information. This is from Adam M. All of you guys and girls listening, I've never, I, I should say this more often, but if you go on Amazon, smile.amazon.com, ANJRPC is on smile.amazon.com. Dot com. You can go on and you can have a small percentage of everything you purchase from Amazon go on there. And ANJRPC has received, I think, over $128,000 in donations over oh, the years great. from Smile. So, And that's sticking it to Bezos, who's probably anti-gun and probably has an 800-person security detail stationed around the world and protecting him and his plastic him. girlfriend, you know, uh, <laughs> 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that, my God. Yeah, that's great. I can say that if I yes, want. Yes, you I can. Yeah, so what? He's the only, only the second or third richest man in the world. Bitch can't all. touch me. Yeah, I made fun of Bloomberg. <laughs> I made fun of Bloomberg me. for 12 years, oh, yeah. and I was warned by attorneys all the time that I have a you target have. on my back because of that. And you know what? I'm still standing. I can't get a carry permit in New Jersey, but I'm still standing. It's true. But you, but you, but you did not have a Jeff Bezos uh, uh, zone. Jeff Bezos is an asshole zone. The F.U. Bloomberg Lounge. Yeah, F.U. Bloomberg Lounge. Yes. 
Billy G from Billy G Leather Products. I just listened to your latest radio segment. Thanks again for all you do. I wanted to donate in whole or part $200 to the most needed places. Yes, uh, send that to Anthony at Gun for Hire Cigar Fund. No, I'm an <laughs> NRA member and I was going to donate the $200 to the NRA, but when it says, when it have time, take a recommendation. So you know where to donate now. I gave you all the groups, okay? He wants me to put the recommendations online. Sorry, Billy, figure it out. I keep reading them. I love you like a fat kid loves cake. And I guess shameless plug, check out Billy G Leather Products too, okay? Seriously. Yeah. Um, Chris M., hope all is well. Can you please forward this to Anthony? I don't have his contact info. You do now. I know he likes to keep up with what's happening around the state. Uh, the attachments are carry permit court orders out of Ocean County for one of my residents. One of his original court order with the 12 sensitive places restrictions. The other is a revised order vacating and rescinding the original. So additionally, the Ocean County judge issuing the carry permits was changed from Judge Gazinski to now Judge Ron, which started in October. We pretty much have Dan Schmutter to thank for that, by the way, Chris. Yeah. The letters and everything. The judges off of the gun cases. Here's another Chris. Chris H., same thing. Ocean County talking about the sensitive places being vacated. So two Chris's, both from Ocean County. So, yes, we have all 21 counties complying, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. I got two more letters, I think. Oh, this one. Hello, Anthony. I sent this message to our three elected officials in Trenton. Who wrote this trash? <laughs> he says, <laughs> and he, he wrote, he wrote, uh, safe carry requirements authorize holders of permit to carry handgun. A holder of permit to carry handgun issued pursuant to use or consume alcohol or cannabis item or controlled substance while carrying a handgun uh, under the influence of alcohol or cannabis, a violation of this subsection. He wrote, so what about Sudafed? What about Robitussin? Those are con- Robitussin AC. Those are controlled substances. Are as many commonly prescribed medic- medications. Are we going to put New Jersey citizens in jail for using decongestants? How about exempting the proper use of legal commonly prescribed medications in a citizen if the citizen has a doctor's prescription and taking the medication as directed? And let's also include, uh, well, how do you say, pseudophedrine or whatever it is? Pseudophedrine, yep. Pseudophedrine, so like pseudophed, I guess, yep. right? And just to clarify, there, like when they speak about controlled substances, they're talking about the Federal Controlled Substances Act. They're not talking about, you know, just a regular prescription. They're talking about scheduled drugs. Gotcha. They're not going to do remove anything anyway yeah, no, because exactly. they want to make it as hard as possible. Yeah. Okay. So Dr. Jerry Optoff, who is on the quarantine crawl, who is a member of the range, who is one of the two doctors I recommend if anybody needs to see a doctor for any mental health. Okay. So Dr. Optoff is up in Westwood. It's Optoff uh, um, uh, firm. He wrote, good morning, Anthony. Hope us all is well with you and your family. So listening to this week's show, an interesting thought arose. Earlier in the episode, like in other week's episodes, you mentioned that there are three classes of law-abiding gun owners. Owner is the third class, elites are the first, and criminals the second. Later, you mentioned that having recreational marijuana or other form of cannabis makes you a felon if you check the box on the application. According to you, making a law-abiding gun owner a felon would then move them up to level two. Isn't that a good thing (laughs) when we get some respect (laughs) and free things? Just asking for a friend. I hope you see some humor in this, Dr. Jerry. Dr. Jerry, you're absolutely right. They want us to become the second tier. The goal is, I mean, you made it humorous, but the goal is to knock us down, take away our rights, (laughs) and make us wards of the state. That's what they want. That's exactly right. Uh, This one, Rob. Rob has a question. So listening to today's show, just wanted to share a thought question. With recreational cannabis being legal in New Jersey, you are allowed to buy it as a gift 
for someone else. I wonder how that angle would play out as someone's name being in the purported date database does not necessarily translate to the being consumer. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now, Rob. I would not buy cannabis for somebody if yeah. they're going to scam my driver's license. Yeah, you bet. Because the argument it's for my mother yeah. is not going to work. It's kind of like the dog ate it. Yeah. yeah I, listen, we're putting signs up on the windows now because we're letting people know uh, that even though it's legal, state, and federal, because we're getting people come in, they're like, well, it's legal now. Yeah, it's legal, yeah. state, but it's not legal federally, and it's a felony if you handle a firearm. If you if you smell like weed, if you smell like alcohol, or you're on a prescription, you know, medicinal, or if you're on recreational, it doesn't matter. So, Rob, forget it. The only way you could go pick up somebody's cannabis for them is if you're using their driver's license. Yeah, right. Like your, your mom yeah. is in the car or in a walker, yeah. and you point out the window, and you're picking it up for her. But if they're going to scan your license, then you, you can't. You can't. I'm sorry. You you can't do yeah, it because then now, it, no. yeah. Who? What's to stop you? Because I've had other people come to me and say, "Well, my mom is on medicinal cannabis in the house, and I live in the same house, and I have guns. I'm, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay as long as it's not you. As long as the 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 the, the it doesn't go back to you. She's that's the prohibited person. Correct. So that's our again. We continue to go over and over these learning uh, segments all the time. Because it's very important that, that people understand this. You know, you can bang or bong. You can't do both. It's Evan amazing Nappen how many people that. have heard this or have been listening to the show for, you know, 600 episodes or whatever and and don't know that. It, just because for whatever reason. It, it's not in your wheelhouse, right? Right. It's, not, yeah, it's exactly. like, it, yeah. you know, it's like you're thinking about buying a, a Ferrari and then all of a sudden you see 15 Ferraris in two days, right? Yeah, it's, right. It's just right. like that. Uh, but. It's, but you can't – you bang or bong, you can't do both. That's what Evan Knappen said. But, again, medicinal or recreational, it doesn't matter. And from that caller, Chris, or whatever his name is, a few weeks ago, when he told us that, you know, they scan your license and they keep a database, uh, that scares the shit out of me. Uh, all right? That that yeah. really scares the crap out of me. Yeah, it really uh, does. Yeah, one, some politician's going to wake up one day. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Joe Danielson's going uh, right. to hit his head really hard, get a concussion, and work up, wake up semi-intelligent. Yeah, yeah, something could happen. And like he that. might delve into something like this, other than being a dullard with a permanent drool <laughs> um, that he is now. Yeah, I go after all the politicians and everybody, by the way, too. I know. And that's why I don't have a carry permit in New Jersey. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but But anyway... <laughs> Um, I had one many, many years ago. Yes, you did for a very long time. Most then of I got politically like, active, and then I got divorced, and yeah, then and I lost and everything. And there's how that went. Yeah, so, well, you know, but uh, <laughs> because I wouldn't shut up, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't shut up, that's and right. I wouldn't lay down. No, that's right. So and you were not, warned. Yeah, you were warned. I was warned numerous times. Yes, you were. But <laughs> it's not in my nature. No, it's very true. It, it's not It's like in the my frog nature. and the scorpion. That's just the way Yeah, so... So, but but look, now I'm launching an NFT. It's, it's okay, exactly. That's, I got the largest gun range in New Jersey. I got the one. busiest <laughs> gun store in the state. I got I got the best prices in the state. I got That's the right. best ammo prices in the state. I got the best staff. I mean, why would you go anywhere else, right? That's why. I, I mean. True. Yeah. And you know, for the for the critical people, I say that somebody reached out to me fifty seven times, and then I see him shooting at a range ten miles away the next day, uh, and then I block them. This way, they can't bother me with text or messages or Facebook messages or anything anymore, or Instagram messages or TikTok messages or whatever, because they're they're now they're dead to me, right? right. Like completely dead. <laughs> like that's it. You're you're dead. But for every one of those, there's at least 
a hundred that always premise, thank you for everything you do. I drove 60 miles to come to your store uh, to support you. I get that every day. I get people yeah. shaking my hand and thanking me for what I do and, and then stopping me and asking me questions, which is that's part and parcel of the job. I love that part of the job, you know. Um, but, yeah, the other part, just like Jay Factor feels it, you know, it rips your heart out. Jay Factor's coming up here to buy a gun uh, to support those who support you. Him, his wife, and all three of his boys are members here, and they, they live like 70 or 80 miles away. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they do. You know, and he's coming up here to buy his carry gun for a symbolic thing. You know, uh, Rob Bermudez is the same way. He lives all the way up in Sussex County. You know, he supports the cause. He supports everything. He had me, Jay, and Mark Cheeseman. We were the three witnesses on his carry permit application, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, and, let's face uh, it, Jay's coming up because you get the best prices in the state. So. We do have the best prices in the state. Our member prices can't be beat by anybody, and our non-member prices can't be beat by mostly anybody either. Right. Uh, so yeah, you know, again, we have right now we have over two thousand guns in inventory, and the pro shop is almost completely stocked for the holiday. And Matt has and Steve and. Um, uh, Luke in the gun store now, and and Gabe and and Cy and and Richie and McCrudden and Phil and Big Scott, all all of these guys and whoever I forgot, I apologize. Oh, Cameron and Ed and Lewis in the gun store. They've they've all everybody is just across the board. Uh, oh, I can't. Martine and Butch. I, I could just go down the list and uh, Randy and in the concierge and all of the other ladies up there. Everybody's been been killing it, and we're it's so busy on the weekends and during the week now. And you know, we're not we don't have a wait because we have four ranges, you know, and uh, which makes it a beautiful thing. But yeah, come and check out our gun store. We're open seven days a week, three hundred and sixty three days a year. I mean, we're open Sunday. There's other gun ranges that are closed and gun stores that are closed on Sunday. We're open seven days a week, you know. So. Uh, yeah, come down and, and have some fun and uh, support those who support you. You're not going to believe the selection we have. And we're a master dealer for almost everybody now. we got a few more uh, manufacturers we're just finishing up being online with. So, yeah, it's been, it's been really, really good. And uh, I'm reading uh, more and more. Uh, you know, I've been talking about air tags and tiles for a long time. It's been the learning segment at least three times now. And I'm reading more and more where people are using them and actually recovering their luggage, you know. And uh, it's just it's just such a cheap thing. For $100, you can get four AirTags. I don't know how much tile costs. Uh, Marty, Marty's V-Burger, email me what the tiles cost because I know you use them on an Android phone. And uh, I'll mention it like in next week's show or something. But it would re- it's really rehooves you. In this day of technology, to not have something like that, you know, Scott Schneier sent me this uh, tweet because, you know, I'm perma- permabanned on Twitter. Even though Elon Musk bought it back now, who knows? But this guy, Errol Weber, tweeted to United Airlines, and uh, he had looked at his AirTag location because his luggage was robbed. His contents were robbed out of his luggage. Wow. And he wrote, hey, United, hey, at United. One of our employees at Anchorage Airport, one of your employees at Anchorage Airport rummaged through my luggage and took some film equipment home with them. They inadvertently also took my Apple AirTag that I had <laughs> hidden in the equipment. Can you tell your employee who lives at 210 Clover Hollow Court to give me back my stuff? <laughs> Great. Is that not the best? <laughs> Absolutely. Is that not the best. the best to have the police go to that guy's house 
and lock his ass up for theft and hopefully he loses his job? Is that not the best? And we're talking such a small amount of money to buy them. And, you know, the, the holidays are coming. So maybe buy them for your kids that are in school. You, you, you know what I mean? This, this is, these are things that you want to think about. Again, I know you're all thinking about buying your son or daughter the new shiny thing in PS20 or whatever the hell happens to be out right now. But air tags, $20 a piece. We have one on, Tracy and I have one on Rex's collar. Yes, perfect. We have them in all of our luggage. You know, and and that's the that these are the things the technology you have to stay one step ahead, and I cover everything but air tags in my book because my book wasn't out. By the way, we sold over thirty thousand copies of the book now, Sandy. That's very nice, and it's available on Amazon. It's available in Kindle. It's available crimeproofbook.com. and of course, it's available here at the gun range and the store. And if you come in and see me, I'll autograph a copy. If you if you order it from crimeproofbook.com, I'll, I'll autograph a copy for you. That's another way to support those who support you ladies and gentlemen you know if i've answered your questions and helped you and everything you know order a few books for your friends and family for christmas and one for yourself and make sure they read it because we've already got some saves right sandy we got people we had we had a guy with a tourniquet that we saved another guy that almost got robbed and killed in europe that we saved so um, there is some good stuff in there, and I, I implore you to read it. And also, uh, take it easy on Jay Factor because he's built like a professional football player, like a linebacker. Yeah, and if right. we have to, I will antagonize it and make him tackle somebody because <laughs> that's not beneath me. That's that's very true. Yes. How are we doing with time? We've got uh, about uh, a eight minutes. We have eight minutes eight left. Minutes, I didn't talk enough. No, you didn't. For eight, whoa, that is unbelievable. I can't even believe I haven't. Oh, what is the much. price of the book, by the way? You didn't. Oh, it's eighteen dollars and seventy six cents with tax. It's an even twenty dollars. See, very cheap. Okay, it's very very cheap. Let's go over. You know, uh, I think we're going to talk about in the book since everybody keeps talking about like what to do when you get pulled over by a police officer or not let's go to page 209 i had napping write an entire chapter in here on how to deal with the police and i think a lot of people should be reading this Uh, right before that it's like showing safes i go over long-term storage quick access uh safes which all of them we sell almost everything that i go over in the book i sell in the gun store and the pro shop by the way uh, so everything is here for you to uh, to have. So this the chapter was the, the, the aftermath, but it's also if you get pulled over by a cop. So we cover it again. As of right now, you do not have a duty to notify if you get pulled over by a cop. So we've gone over this ad nauseum. So key out of the ignition if you have an ignition key. All four windows down, car is off, your hand's on the steering wheel, and you wait direction from the police officer, whether they approach from the driver or passenger side. And then, uh, you know, you'd never tell him you have a firearm. I would only tell him if he asked me to get out of the car. At that point, I would keep my hands on the steering wheel and say, Officer, I have a firearm. What would you like me to do? I'll wait for your commands. The same thing when you need to registration or insurance card. You tell them where it is and you ask if it's okay if I reach into my hip pocket. Is it okay if I reach over to open my glove box? Usually, they'll turn the flashlight on and put the flashlight right on what you're doing, you know, to keep everything lit up. This way, they could blind you with the flashlight, too, if things go, you know, sideways. So, uh, so when, when you have the aftermath of, uh, you know, something, something happens, you want to think of some of the stuff Knappen talks about all the time. And it's SAC, all right? And SAC is um, silent, 
A, S is silent. A is ask for an attorney. And C is do not consent to any search and do not make any sign or statements without an attorney's approval. And Knappen says, always be respectful, polite, and cooperative. Do not physically resist under any circumstances. You will have to remain silent and you must reassert your request for an attorney over and over again during the arrest and interrogation process. Do not relent. Okay, the Fifth Amendment protection against self-incrimination, also known as the right to remain silent, is one of the most important constitutional protections Americans have that many other countries do not grant. Yet naive people in the United States routinely ignore Fifth Amendment protections and bury themselves with explanations. When it comes to a criminal violation, most law-abiding citizens are ignorant about the details of the law and its many loopholes and defenses. By opening their mouths, they remove all doubt about their ignorance and usually give the state something not just to use against them, but to twist against them. The next one is the Sixth Amendment guarantees an individual's right to an attorney. By asking for an attorney and remaining silent, this is when you want to have U.S. Law Shield, by the way. Yeah. Or if you live in New York, NY Tax Defense. Yes, exactly. NY Tax Defense, hi, I have NY Tax Defense. My attorney is Peter Tillam Associates. Hi, I live in New Jersey, and my attorney is U.S. Law Shield with Evan Knappen. Okay? So, Requesting an attorney does much more than simply getting the accused legal counsel. Simply requesting an attorney causes a wall of constitutional protection to spring up in front of you. This wall prevents further interrogation by the authorities. After demanding an attorney, statements obtained from further interrogation made without the defendant's attorney present cannot be used by the state as evidence. As long as the person continues to verbally ask for an attorney, this holds true unless defendants foolishly waive their right to an attorney. The Sixth Amendment protections often apply even if information is obtained by dirty tricks without one's attorney being present. The number three is the letter C. Consent. Do not consent to a search without a warrant. Do not sign any statements without an attorney's advice. All citizens have a Fourth Amendment right to a warrant being issued before their person or premises are searched. There are exceptions to necessity for a warrant, and there is a large body of law that exists as to when law enforcement officers have justification or probable cause for a warrantless search. However, whether an exception for the warrantless search exists or not, you should never consent to a warrantless search. Now, a key here is consent. If a law enforcement officer insists on searching you, do not resist being searched. Just make it verbally clear that you are not consenting to the search. Say, I do not consent to this search. Remember, this is going to be on the dash cam, and yep. it's going to be on, the, on right. their body cam if they have one, right? Keep repeating it. Yes. Additionally, do not consign any consent form without the advice of your attorney. In some cases, the officer may be allowed to ask you to sign that you receive the summons. This is done so that you don't have to be formally arrested. Additionally, if stopped while driving, you may be required by law to produce your driver's license, registration, and insurance card. Refusal of blood alcohol testing is usually unlawful as well. Check your jurisdictions for specifics. If a search is done without adequate probable cause, then the court will suppress evidence obtained after a hearing handled by your attorney, and the state will not be able to use it. When people consent to a search, 
then anything found may be used as evidence, evidence against them, whether there was probable cause or not. Although law-abiding citizens may feel that they have nothing to hide, consider that people may nonetheless possess possess contraband that they otherwise believe to be legal or that others may have left or planted in their cars, their houses, or even their clothing. Not giving consent is not probable cause for a search. Some people feel that if they do not consent to the search, the officer will suspect them. People are afraid of the inappropriate question, what do you have to hide? The actual legal question, which must be answered by the state of the uh, the court, is why did this law enforcement officer feel it necessary to invade your privacy and conduct a search? This question properly shifts the burden of proof to the police, as was our founding father's intentions. Remember, the Fourth Amendment is there to protect our privacy from government intrusion. He wrote... He goes, I am frequently asked by law-abiding citizens about what to do when pulled over in a vehicle while transporting firearms. There's two basic steps. First of all, make sure that all items are being transported lawfully. And secondly, be polite and respectful. Hopefully, the reason for your pullover is simply a traffic matter and will be handled as such without it blowing up into a full-fledged car person search. The key indicator as to whether this stop is going further than a potential traffic summons will be revealed by the officer's questions and actions. If asked whether or not there are any weapons in the car, immediately be aware that you are in danger of becoming a victim of the gun laws. This question may be handled in many ways. However, my personal response is that is to ask the officer, why am I being asked that question? The answer to this question goes directly to the issue of probable cause. Why are you being asked whether you have weapons in the car? Is this simply a fishing expedition on behalf of the officer, or is it because a weapon is in plain view on the front seat? If it is a fishing expedition, then that question is clearly justified. If there is a gun or ammunition on the seat, then regardless of your answer, you are probably looking at having your vehicle in person searched. The key here is not to give any excuses for a vehicle search. No items left in plain view. No expired motor vehicle license, no odd behaviors, no expired insurance. If you obey, if you obey the law and act in a practical and intelligent manner, you should be able to avoid vehicle in person searches. Okay? So he asks you any weapons in the car, ask why am I being asked that question? That's going to be recorded on his body cam. He's going to have to justify why he asked you that question. Mm-hmm. And Napin is spot on with that. I always forget that. I need to bring that on. Right. So, you know, again, they're going to read you your Miranda rights, and they're going to ask you if you understand those rights, okay? And this is one of the reasons why you should be going to Knappen seminars. This is the reason why you should be buying Crime Proof, and you should all be reading it. You should have a copy with you. This is the reason why you need to be a member of U.S. Law Shield, reason why you should be listening to Gun for Hire Radio, and the reason why you should be supporting those who support you, because this is what we're up against and I can't stress it enough. I now we repeat it again and pass it far and wide. And you know, as I, in closing, I wanted to before we go to guiding reins and a few classes here. I want to talk about, uh, you know, uh, we want to make sure everybody gets firearms ID card. Please, I can't stress this enough. From now until Christmas, let's make it a goal. 
Get everybody. Go on the FAR system. You know, let's get that system to blow up. Get everybody you know an FID card. Sit them down. Show them how to fill it out. One of your friends just became a U.S. citizen. Help them sign up for a green card as a gift. Okay? I don't care. Whatever you got to do. Get everybody in your friend, family, social circle, 18 years and older. Scare them. Tell them the fees are going to go up to $300 because they probably are before Murphy finishes his last lame duck term. Let's do it. Let's get everybody out there and in involved and with that i want to talk about give j factor a break and make sure you know the code word we're probably going to have scott bach on next week hopefully to give us an update or maybe even dan schmutter or maybe even j factor to give us an update uh but right now j factor is being treated for um uh, exhaustion uh (laughs) so he can't he can't get into it right now uh sandy you want to tell us about guiding reins if you are a veteran or uh know a veteran who has ptsd or tbi or any of those problems post-stroke or or any physical or mental issue that you are getting therapy for guiding reins r-e-i-n-s dot org is a great organization go to their website their services are offered free of charge to any first responders or veterans Uh, and which brings me around to my main reason for giving the pitch is that they have had their funding cut by the obama administration right to the bone as in zero zilch zero zip zat nada um they don't get any more money at all uh through the veterans administration program and uh, they are in (coughs) desperate need of any uh donations you can make especially if you can give something on a regular monthly basis five bucks ten bucks twenty bucks a hundred bucks i don't care what it is to help out a fellow veteran and i am calling to fellow veterans to do this if you um if you care about one another, a brother or, 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 or sister in arms, uh, these programs are incredibly beneficial. Uh, I've seen them work where no other therapy has really worked. Uh, we're working on getting a project together where we're going to have the vets uh, tell, the, tell you about the progress that they're making themselves. And I'll look forward to our breaks in the future where I will be presenting some of that. But in the meantime, if you've got five bucks or ten bucks burning a hole in your pocket after you've given to all these two A causes, I would ask you please consider giving a few dollars, especially for the holidays, to um, Guiding Reigns, G-U-I-D-I-N-G. Uh, R-E-I-N-S dot org. It is a 501c3 uh, organization, and even though I'm not a tax professional, I can tell you it's probably tax deductible. All right, Anthony. Uh, don't forget, we got some monster classes, uh, important for everybody. We have a use of force class taught by C- PTC certified instructors. There is a written test, 10 questions at the end, question and answer. Uh, economical, it's under 100 bucks. Everybody should get uh, certified in use of force. We have CPR AED. We also have hemorrhage control. We sell all of the items for hemorrhage control and everything in the store as well. Come on down and show your support. I'm uh, still here, uh, and uh, we'll be talking more gun for hire nft.com check it out if you have any questions uh let me know and uh we'll work together on it thank you all for uh 598 shows <laughs> well looks like you've done it again you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to gun for hire radio gun for hire radio is a Catholic media production the music used in this broadcast was managed by cosmo music new york new york on behalf of our show host master trainer anthony calandro author of crime proof 
Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game on Sale. Everywhere good books are sold. And at the gun store, gun range bookstore uh, named <laughs> Gun for Hire, uh, where you probably could get an autographed copy depending upon the mood of the author. Uh, and the presence of the author. Bah humbug. humbug. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. And it is a uh, guaranteed save for a number of uh, times right now. Uh, so uh, let's get them for everybody you know for the holidays. Also get that um, firearms ID if you live in New Jersey. Yes. For everyone you know. Please, each one, reach one, sit down. We can do this together. These are the things everybody asks us. They write in and they ask us, what can we do? The, this is something you can do to strike back at the, uh, at the insanity that's happening right now. Get everyone you know to get a firearms ID card. Let's mount those numbers up because like Anthony just said, they do look at the numbers. They're not going to care about anything else other than keeping their jobs. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the attorney general and the, the superintendent of state police go into the legislative branch and the executive branch and say, not only do we get 300,000 carry permit applications, we have 2 million FID card <laughs> applications. That will move and shake them. That's about the only thing that will. Well, until next week, uh, from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the Atlanta suburbs this week. Uh, ho. Ho. <laughs> God willing, Jesus there is in the batteries. Hold out. We will see you again next week.